And welcome to the Patriots Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Smith, and we're going to go through the headlines today. Now, what's happening in Israel, uh, I think that all my listeners, we are pretty much simpatico. We do have some fake conservatives out there, but uh, people that are easily indoctrinated, brainwashed, or they're just basically putting on a front uh, to make people think that they are either Republican, conservative, libertarian, whatever it is. Uh, that you, you know, faction yourself as on the right wing. However, you know, um, we, we see a lot of propaganda right now coming from the left. Um, we see people trying their hardest to uh, tear Israel down, looking for ways to uh, lay this at the feet of Benjamin Netanyahu or some failure in the intelligence departments uh, in that Middle East or uh, elsewhere. Right. We all know that during the early mornings of October the 7th, uh, there were people who parachuted into and came by land, air and sea. Right. Into a music festival and other areas where this incursions incurred happened. Um, And 260 young, innocent people lost their lives for a very needless, uh, senseless uh, extermination of a race of people, which is what it was. It, 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 people in the United States love to cry racism, 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 racism. They, they, they love it. It matter of fact, if you get into an argument with a leftist and you just hit them with too many statistics, they typically will back the, you'll back them into a corner. And when you get them there, you're a racist. It, it's the funniest damn thing ever. And it usually just signifies the fact that you won the argument, right? But I digress. There was some intelligent failure on some level. Obviously, we don't know what that was. No one knows what that is. We can all guess right now as to what that is. There are people trying to put it out there into the ether right now that they understand and they're talking about things they probably are just assuming, but there was some failure. Um, However, even if there were failures, it does not take the blame away from Hamas. And it gives nobody in the United States license to sit there and back terrorists um, as they go about their plan to exterminate an entire race of people. you got to remember, and, I, and I'm going to say this quite often, um, the, the charter for Hamas calls for the extermination of Jews. It has nothing to do with an occupation, which there is no occupation, because the Jews abandoned Gaza in 2005. So that whole line about why they're at war, that's all bullshit. It's not true. And the, the, the people that were killed were killed in mainline Israel. They were not killed in Gaza. Uh, these exterminations, uh, genocide and infanticide that took place did not happen in Gaza. It happened in, main, in mainland Israel and in, in those towns that had been mainland Israel since 1948 and before that, thousands of years before. So the, the, the idea that, that Israel is, is an occupied, uh, is an occupier, colonializer, that's all. 100% false. But that is what these people do believe. It's what they actually believe. So they're acting on what they believe. And then when we have people over here that go to university in the United States who have access to information that they don't in, in Palestine, do you, if you think that our news and uh, our access to information here is censored, you have no idea what it's like for people in Palestine uh, to be able to get the access to the information that you and I get uh, because it's that much more censored than we are. What, what they know or what they think they know um, is that Israel occupies the land and that they think Israel is a, uh, they're, they're tyrants and uh, very, very, uh, uh, you know, not just tyrannical, but I forget the word I'm looking for here, but essentially these people have a government that actually, that uses its power to hold the Palestinian people down. But it's, it's not true. And the, the part of what is wrong with the Palestinian people, you can lay right at the feet of the Palestinian authority themselves. And there are many Hamas people who actually said exactly the same thing, exactly the same thing, because what happened after 
uh, Israel abandoned uh, the Gaza Strip is there were people in Palestine that went about thinking, okay, so it's ours now, so we're going to go get this job, we're going to do that. We're... They didn't. They weren't allowed to because Hamas didn't allow them to. There are certain industry and things like that that doesn't exist over there and that left as soon as Israel abandoned the Gaza Strip. I did... Um, I did a, uh, a video the other day. I, I, I added a video from clips that I had found. And what, what, what I was showing in that video was essentially uh, Arab people that lived in the state of Israel. And they were being interviewed by various journalists who asked them just this very question. What is it like for you as an Arab man, Arab woman, what have you, living in the state of Israel? Are you mistreated? How is your job? Do you make good money? Are you raising a family here? What's it like for them? No negative reaction until you got the person who was supposedly college educated that wasn't from the area who brought all of her propaganda with her and just was made to look a very much of a fool uh, in the middle of the interview. But there were many Arab people there that were interviewed that all said, I make a lot of money. My family does well. I'm treated very good. I would never move to Palestine. I live here. This is where I want to be. And they're Muslim. And so all of the things that you think you know, all of the things you're told, you're told by propaganda artists like the squad. Uh, and, and, and mark my words, the people, uh, the, the Ilhan Omars and Rashida Tlaib's, uh, AOC's, uh, uh, give me another one, Jerry. Uh, uh, who else is it in the squad? Those are the three I know. There, there, there's, there's another, there's another, there's a guy, Corey. Uh, you said his name uh, uh, before uh, we started. I think, yeah, Hakeem Jeffries. And then who's the guy who pulled the fire alarm? He's in it, too. Uh, Starts with a J. Bowman. Something Bowman. Oh, in any case, Mr. Bowman is part of it as well. I mean, this is the guy that you've seen that he pulled the... Uh, he pulled the fire alarm. Would you look that up for me and find out what his name is? He pulled the, uh, he pulled the fire alarm and... I mean, right on. I mean, everyone saw in the video what he did. And he said he thought he was opening a door. There was no door there. So either you're you're delusional, you need some medication, and you probably shouldn't be out there representing the free world, um, or or find out what a door looks like, or just learn how to tell the truth. It's that simple. These people are propaganda artists, and they're pushing a narrative that is very dangerous. That is actually pushing people in the United States so far uh, to the extremes on either side of this issue because folks it, I want to put it to you this way if somebody is siding with Hamas and the, we know what Hamas did we saw what they did we saw what they stand for we, they tell you what they stand for if you're okay with that and you have no sympathy for anyone nor should you receive sympathy terrorists should be treated like terrorists and those who have no sympathy for others should receive no sympathy from people at all it's that simple um, it is a very easy question for anyone who is a member of the human race or should be an easy question is, do you condemn the beheading of little babies? You should not have to think about that. That is not something you should come back four days later to have an answer to like Rashida Tlaib did. She was asked point blank, do you condemn the killing of children? And she turned around like she wanted to say something. I know that look. I've had that look. Everyone has had that look. You ever had someone say something to you and you just don't want to say something to get in trouble? You, mm, mm. That was her That was her posture. That was exactly her posture. And kudos to that Fox reporter. What is it? No, that was Rashida Tlaib. That was Rashida Tlaib. And, and Jamal Bowman. Okay, yeah, yeah. So remember Jamal Bowman. He's trash. Oh, hey. He thought it was a doorknob. He was in the middle of the wall. Yeah. There is one ginormously red colored yeah. follow yeah. yeah, he did it by accident. Yeah. That's why I said, you know, tell the damn truth or or go home and take the medication that you didn't take. Um, but you know, I you, you look at these people and you see that they are willing to lie easily with without without any kind of conscience whatsoever. They they will lie to you. They will lie to you as a matter of rule. As it's just part of what they do. It's just part of who they are. It's part. It comes with the territory, and the job is to lie because it does. It, right and wrong don't matter to these people. Only right and left do, and it's just not regular left neither. This is socialist, Democrat, far left agenda to tear down the United States. 
These people are all member of a party called the Socialist Democrat Party. These are the people having uh, these Hamas uh, rallies, and the, they were they were hosted. They had a, a, a reporter uh, from the New York Post who actually attended a, uh, a, Hamas, a Hamas rally, and he said, "You will not believe this that I went to one in New York City. I attended a rally uh, for Hamas, and he's like." Um, you know, you wouldn't believe this, but these were people from the Socialist Democrat Party, and these are people that are uh, that are in the Socialist Democrat Party, uh, which are the squad members. And and he and he talks a bit about it. Now, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play uh, a, a a little portion of this clip. Now, I, I'm pretty sure that you'd be able to hear it, but listen. at the New York Post, and on Sunday I attended a rally in New York City for Hamas. It's hard to believe that I just said that, but it is actually true. And it was organized in part by the Democratic Socialists of America. And while I was at this rally, I saw a lot of very curious people, hundreds of people, in fact, dressed up as Hamas fighters and, and various other terrorist or Islamic jihad garb, and it was very disturbing. A number of them were chanting death to Israel. Or, or So I'm not going to take you through the whole thing, but the squad members are part of that party. And he goes on to talk about that as well. But anyone who holds elected office in the United States, anyone who's put there by voters to represent the United States and to uphold the Constitution of the United States, at the same time, should not be able to speak in such a way. They should not be, should not be allowed to say such things, belong to such things, because this is a terrorist organization. So any organization that sides with a terrorist organization is by default a what? A terrorist organization, am I right? Am I going too far? Am I am I not just being plain here? This is I mean this is this is the reality of it. This is not hyperbole. I'm not speaking in metaphors. I'm being extremely literal. In the United States, we fight terrorism. We don't negotiate with terrorists. I don't like George Bush, but he got that one right. Uh, we don't negotiate with terrorists, and and we damn sure don't let them hold political office. So this is not to a two sides of a political coin where you're right and I'm left and we have two different ideologies and we can agree to disagree. No, this is not that. This is not that. It is much more real than that and it's something that has to be dealt with in a much more real manner than that. Because now, at this, at this point in time, I don't respect these people as congressmen. They are not congressmen. They have infiltrated the United States and they are members of a, of a terrorist organization that push terrorist propaganda who agree with an organization whose charter says they have to exterminate all Jews in the world. That is exactly what they are. There is no middle ground that can be had with such people. There is no uh, uh, a conversation to be had with such people. There's no exchange of ideas that needs to take place. No treaties that can be signed. Nothing. We don't negotiate with terrorists. That simple. So, when she came out four days later after being asked, do you condemn the senseless murdering of children by Hamas? Can you just condemn that? As a congresswoman, can, can you just say you condemn that? No, she couldn't. She couldn't. That silence spoke volumes as to who she really was. And then you have none other than the ultimate virtue signaling organization in the whole United States. The number one grifting organization in the whole of the United States. These Marxist bastards. The BLM organization. That's who I'm talking about. BLM. BLM exists for one reason, right? Well, this is what they say they exist for. It's to stand against racism. Stand against uh, uh, racism against black folks, but racism in general. They, their whole time, you know, their whole existence is based on what? Fighting racism. A am I wrong in saying that? I mean, I think that's a fair, fair assessment of who they say they are, right? So, what do, what do we find out? Hey, let's put a, let's put some uh, uh, context to this. So you have a terrorist organization that is being promoted 
or at least they're standing with in solidarity, Hamas, people who vowed to exterminate all Jews on the face of the earth, is being backed by the most hypocritical organization to have ever existed in the United States history that call themselves uh, a, a, an organization that is out to, to help the disenfranchised and, and, and to fight racism. Meanwhile, they are standing with real racists. And I'm, I'm talking about real racists, people who are out to exterminate an entire race of people simply because of the DNA that runs in their veins, the blood that runs in their veins, who they are. Jews, the Jewish people, they want to kill every single one of them on the face of the earth. Not because of something they did, said, believed, nothing. Simply because they were born Jewish. This is racism. This is real racism. We're not talking about, let's, let's say hypothetically, all this, all this uh, uh, propaganda about the state of Israel, uh, uh, you know, being against uh, the Palestinian people and occupying them. Let's say all that was true. Let's say it was all true, just for the sake of this argument, right? I don't believe that. It's not true. But just for, for the sake of this argument, wouldn't you say that the people that are actually doing that, the individuals that are pushing said policies, uh, are the ones that you would need to stand against? Because I would. It doesn't go, it's just like the United States. We have people in the United States government we absolutely abhor. We disagree with George Bush, uh, Obama, Biden, Clinton, these are all people that do not represent me any way, shape, or form at all. Zero. They don't represent me. As an American, I can tell you I unequivocally disagree with the way they ran the country when they had their opportunity. And yet, you know, when you, when you say things like America is systemically racist or America, debt to America because of something that people in our government are doing, I don't associate uh, what people do in our government with what the people feel in the country. Also, would you agree with that? So when you're saying Palestine, Hamas, that people in Israel or the Israelis that are in charge, the government, the people that are actually setting these laws and doing these things that you say are so harmful to your people, wouldn't these be the, wouldn't these be the people that you want to, that those should be the people that you have an issue with? But no, because it, it's not about that. It's not truly about that. It is only about one thing, killing Jewish people. Whether it be man, woman, child, or infant, they don't care. And anyone who would stand with someone like that is as much a monster as the monster who does those things is. So I'm going to take a quick break, guys. When we come back, Jerry's going to do his thing, and I want you to take a second and listen to a little word from our sponsor. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this little tidbit of news. So we were we were driving around last night, my wife and I. We were we were out. We did some hiking, and and, and we went out and did some errands and a little side hustle. Uh, but um, as we we're driving, we we're coming off the uh, high end of the valley, and we're looking down, and it's just a sea of lights. It's Vegas, right? It's a sea of lights. Everywhere is light. Electricity equals radiation. And when you have as much running on top of you, around you, underneath you, wireless signals from every angle, phones in your pocket, and your car's got satellite, this, that, all, just amazing amounts of things all around you all the time. Folks, it's not good for you. It's not good for you. And Redemption Shield has the answer. Take a listen to a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Have you noticed the ever-alarming 400,000 cell towers that have gone up in the United States alone? How about the electronics that reside in every room of our homes and Wi-Fi that runs 24-7? 5G cell phones are carried in our pockets hours on end. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, palpitations, headaches, memory loss, and so much more. Redemption Shield is on the cutting edge of offering products that protect your family from electromagnetic and microwave radiation, from Faraday bags, earthing bed sheets, Wi-Fi router covers, hats, scarves, bed sanctuaries. This will not be going away anytime soon. We will continue to see only faster speeds, 6G, 7G, and more exposure to EMF than any time in our history. Start protecting yourself now. Go to RedemptionShield.com and get grounded and shielded today. Use code PATRIOT and save 10%. 
All right, Patriots, Jerry Vegas here, co-hosting for Eddie Smith, the Patriots prayer. Just reminding you, put in the code PATRIOT for Redemption Shield and get 10% off all your purchases. EMF shielding is becoming so important. It's not a joke. It's not a conspiracy theory. There are direct energy weapons, and people are becoming more aware of it every day. Electromagnetic frequency is very, very much a threat to the human organism. So get stocked up. Check out Redemption Shield. All right, now I'm going to go follow up on some of the things that Eddie was talking about. And uh, first we got Jamal Bowman. All right, so there's a white wall, and in the middle of it, there is a red fire alarm. Emergency pull handle that we have all seen, that we all have been trained to specifically stay away. It's an absolute no-no. Wasn't he a school teacher as well, so didn't he have fire drills? Yeah, that's right. He actually had to instruct his students never to pull a fire alarm for false purposes. So in other words, that brings me back to the left. Practice what you preach? I don't think so. And that is what I'm going to go on right now. The double standard. Imagine Don Jr. having pulled a fire alarm. I don't care if it's in a movie theater. It doesn't even have to be in the Senate or in Congress. Can you imagine how nonstop coverage there'll be from the MSNBC, the CNN, the CBC, the uh, all of those, huh? That would be a completely different coverage. They find the, a way to make it a felony. The, that's right. So, in other words, they've created this corrupt corporate mafia system where they've created it and they know how to step left and right. And, of course, whenever it's a liberal doing anything, it will be forgiven and it was accidental. Everything is accidental. Are oh, you serious? Stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. It doesn't matter what we agree upon, but it has to be a level playing field. And we have to all abide by the same rules. And we have to all be adjudicated on the same basis. The double standard needs to stop. Now I'm going to insert a brief comedy bit, remembering that my right is your left. And my left is your right. So I'm going to do a quick comedy bit. What I am going to let you know, to your left, which is my right, there's going to be a liberal. This is going to be a pantomime thing, okay? There's going to be a liberal. He's going to talk to um, a conservative on the other side about gender mutilation. And it's just about going to describe how the left is fueled by scripts and propaganda, and there's no reasoning. It's sensitivity over sensibility when, in fact, thousands of years, humanity has immersed themselves in the concept. It has to be sensibility over sensitivity. That is the only way to evolve as humankind. All right, starting the bit now. On your left is going to be the liberal on your right is going to be the conservative. The discussion is gender mutilating your kids. And then they run out of the picture. So in other words, like a parrot repeating whatever he's been taught or she's been taught or they've been taught or the whatever 27th degree furry identifying as a regurgitating frog self pooping into a cat box uh, stop it with the lunacy and actually I was not sure if this was even real Mount Tahoma High School in Tacoma where I own a property actually is a school that put cat litter boxes in the students' bathrooms, so those students that identify as a cat can poop in the litter box. Are you freaking kidding me? What are you talking about? Are we talking about some parallel insane asylum? What are you talking about? Is that, is this true? Like they put this is true. Wow. Mount Tahoma School on 72nd in Tacoma, Washington. Do they have a lot of people identifying cats in Washington? Is that a thing? You know what? It is one of the liberal strongholds. It is one of the uh, liberal 
crap holes, you know. That, for that reason, I've debated selling my property for quite some years. But, of course, the corporate mafia system is going to make it tougher and tougher for private citizens to own property. So I guess I'm going to cling on to it as much as I can. All right, next up, y'all remember sometime uh, 21, I think 2021 or 2022, Liberal Congress tried to make amen a gender thing and said amen as well as a woman. Now, I thought amen is just Hebrew for so be it. But all right, let me go ahead and follow down, uh, follow down your path of liberal lunacy. All right, so I'm walking down the sidewalk. I see the little gully that goes down the sidewalk. I guess I can't call it a manhole anymore. I have to call it a manhole and a womanhole. Emancipation becomes very difficult because I also got to call it emancipation. The name Amanda becomes quite staggeringly complicated and intricate because I got to call Amanda also a womanda. That sounds like the backdrop to a Wakanda movie. What about Mandy? Mandate. Well, I guess it's also got to be a woman date. But hey, mandate. Remember, folks, the only thing I consider a mandate is Eddie and I grabbing some brewskis and wings at the sports bar down the road. All right? That's it. That's it. So back to the uh, other part. So Amanda, we also got to call it a woman. And again, just to make a quick summary, Ladies and gentlemen, all I can say, in my own opinion, that whole narrative is completely ridiculous. Ridiculous. As well as revaginalist, I guess. The double standard has to stop. It doesn't matter how we calibrate equal approach. And by the way, also, don't let them fool you by changing uh, concepts that have existed for uh, decades and, and, and centuries, maybe millennia. Equality, okay, equality, great concept. What does equality mean? That we all have equal access, we all should be treated fairly, and no matter what, there should be no preferential treatment of anybody. Well, when they changed equality to equity, you know what happened? All right, so let me explain to you what equity actually means in a metaphorical term. So the New York Philharmonica has always performed blind auditions behind a curtain. And then the judges would say, okay, uh, the candidate number one, four, seven, 14, 11, whatever, whatever. So now it is no longer based on talent. It's no longer based on talent. Now, let's say they have 10 spots. As soon as Two, let's say the two most qualified ones are uh, uh, one Caucasian, one Asian, it doesn't matter, whatever it is. Okay, we have completed and fulfilled the contingent for the Caucasians and for whatever else. So now we need uh, two blacks, two Latins, two Eskimos, two Martians. I digress, of course, I'm always going to insert comedy, but it is no longer based on talent. They're confusing you with their linguistic prowess, with their... Right, right. I mean, again, the civil rights movement was just another cloaking of inserting such agendas as the BLM agenda. And again, I don't care. Anything should be permissible as long as it's not false advertising, as long as it's not leading people down... One of my favorite Eddie Smith say uh, Eddie Smith sayings down the primrose path. Don't lead somebody down the primrose path. It's got to be a fair level playing field. Also, now when they talk about inclusion, 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 what does that really mean? That just means stop sign for the white man. Hey, I went to college here. I went to TCC. I went to University of Washington, and. I could only apply for scholarships based on scholastic achievement. I could not find one Caucasian preference niche of a scholarship. You know, stop it with that nonsense. Uh, stop it with the 
privilege. And yes, I'm not saying they're not a certain group of old white men that try to push that white privilege or that actually exude it. That might very well be true, but tune out. Unplug of the nonsense. Unplug, unplug, unplug. If you hear something or see something that you know is not right look to your fellow man to your right and fellow woman to your left and you guys make eye contact you guys all know that it's bull dollar sign hashtag asterisk exclamation mark y'all know if y'all know that it's bull then team up put your heads together let's figure out a way to thwart the silly crazy sensitivity over sensibility and perennially discrimination proliferating rhetoric let's unplug let's unplug hey you know what first of all racism is nothing that is innate to anybody i want to give you a quick story so there was two five-year-olds uh in pre-k and uh, they literally got the same haircut, and they told the person that was cutting their hair that they were going to go home to both of their parents and confuse their parents that they are twins because they had exactly the same haircut. Five-year-olds had no concept of the degree of suntan on your skin. They don't care. Racism is taught. And yes, of course, it's somehow both overtly and subliminally taught in the indoctrination camps. Why do you think they snatch you up at age 5 and don't release you until age 18? Because those are the most prolific immersion of thought and influence and manipulative ability to have you modified while you're in there. So again, homeschooling, I'm so happy that the numbers have changed so drastically. I believe either 2000 or 2002, there were 5 million homeschooled children. And by 20 years later, either 2020 or 2022, uh, it was over 22 million. Great trend, great trend. That also means that it's going to start becoming less and less likely that people with guns and machine guns show up at your door and say no. You have to submit to the indoctrination camps. Hey, by the way, while I'm talking about submit, I want to give you another quick. Yeah, that's going to be a whole other two or three episodes. (laughs) All right, so check this out. So the self-proclaimed ruling class that have their dancing puppets like World Economic Forum, Davos, Soros, the Clinton Foundation, uh, retract, retract, retract. I don't want to be the 57th friend of the Clinton Foundation to commit suicide. Oh, I don't know the Clintons. Oh, shoot, I just got a friend request from Bill. Should I accept it or deny it, Eddie? Anyway, so listen, ladies and gentlemen, this self-proclaimed ruling class, they are evil genius. They're evil, yes, but they're also genius. Who thinks of these things? <laughs> Who thinks of that? Who thinks of these things? And because of how they set it up, and they have so many dancing puppets, and of course, let's not forget, they are the ones that invented the Fed, which, if you go to Washington, D.C., is not listed in the blue pages at a government as a government agency, but under the white pages, a corporate entity. Literally, the Fed, they were genius. Let's print money. And convince everybody that's the only way to exchange assignment of value. You can no longer trade with each other. You can no longer do what you've done for thousands of years. No, we invented this amazing Ponzi scheme of printing money and then lending out the printed paper money where we put numbers on it, arbitrary, of course, uh, because we can print what we want to. And yes, there's something else to it. There has to be some sort of consent by we the people, but they're so tricky and smooth. They're evil genius. And you know how they always get us to buy into the system? One of the exhibits I want to give you, what is the last thing? Whenever you fill anything out online, what is the last button button that you have to push? Eddie, do you remember? 
There's one button you always have to push. Submit. Submit. Yes, you are submitting. Oh, no. I'm the conspiracy theorist for saying that we're submitting to their agendas. Yeah, okay. It's all made up. It's all made up. All right. So, um, okay, okay. I just got some cue cards about inflation and hidden tax. All right. So, uh, I'm going to spin it my way right now, but I will take cues from Eddie as well as they arrive. So, inflation is not something that just happens coincidentally. And I was actually shocked. Yeah, during the Obama administration with all those bailouts. I was thinking, where is all... And this was way before I started walking the path of enlightenment and starting decalcifying my pineal gland and started understanding the matrix more. Uh, but, you know, there was just so much money to bail out General Motors, Ford, and this and that. And I was wondering, where is this money coming from? Well, it was just... Print it, but as long as they have a self-anointed reason to print it. And I was shocked that back then during the Obama administration that we didn't have a full-blown recession or depression. They somehow averted it back all the way to the number two. Hey, who was Obama's number two that, by the way, coincidentally took at least two number twos while interviewing world leaders? It is rumored that he took a number two. While talking to the Vatican, of course, everybody has seen the video that, as I understand it, is not even made up, where Joe Biden, I got my butt wiped. No, he said, I got my butt wiped. I got my butt wiped. And he said it twice. Whoa. I mean, we are, it is really true what Shakespeare said, that uh, the world is nothing but a stage, and we have to realize that they are telling us a vision with programming, with scripts and talking points. And ladies and gentlemen, all I'm going to tell you is go ahead and start looking at my eyes. Are my pupils moving left to write? No, because I'm not reading a script. But anybody on TV whose eyes are moving left to right, they're reading a script. And there are many journalists that have stepped forward and said, wow, it was so interesting. Every day we would come into the studio, we didn't even know yet what we were going to report on. These are people that got a school degree in journalism just to toss it into the garbage and be glorified teleprompter readers. Hey, we got to figure some of that stuff out because, in my opinion, live reaction TV died for a long time with the exit of Larry King Live. However, now there is some renewed hope with people like Tucker Carlson uh, that, yeah, I don't see his eyes moving left to right. I don't see his eyes moving left to right. And there are many other journalists like Laura Logan, who was buried after... Uh, bringing up the Pizzagate, which was not a conspiracy theory. Hey, everybody labeled Alex Jones a conspiracy theorist because he was saying there's some island where the rich and famous and the powerful go and they have sex with children who have been forced into child sex slavery. Wow, yeah, that was a conspiracy, right? Everything in the Pizzagate was true. Well, the concept was true, and oh, yeah. Epstein Island was true, and uh, 14, 15-year-old forced child sex labor was true, and apparently they filmed them all and documented it, and who the heck has all those tapes of documentation? Hey, let's remember, Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, they were pimps and child sex traffickers to no one, no one, oh wow, what kind of good behavior, did she promise some of the inmates, did she promise some of the inmates to force their children into forced child sex labor, oh my goodness, it is just something, we all need to start dialogue, of course it's going to be 
tougher and tougher to dialogue because now they're doing all the assembly restrictions and it's virtually impossible for people to even meet in uh, congregations of 25 or more. We saw what happened to all churches and other assemblies during the pandemic, which, by the way, strategy employed by Nazi Germany. The first thing they shut down is all the theaters, all the uh, speakeasies, all the bars, anywhere where people could meet and dialogue. They submit people into fear to pull back and to just hold on and cradle yourself in a blanket, hoping that everything will go away. No, silence is consent. If you're silent, you're complicit to what's happening. And Eddie and I have talked about it many times. A famous and awesome, a famous and awesome quote in um, uh, the, uh, uh, oh my goodness, Dante's Inferno. Um, the hottest places in hell are reserved for those during times of great moral crisis. Maintain neutrality. You cannot maintain neutrality. And if you start seeing that you're being roped into the corporate mafia and doing things that you know are not right, hey, your first responsibility is not, oh, shoot, uh, where am I going to eat? What am I going to do? This and that. You will survive. It's the human soul and the human spirit that needs to survive and thrive don't sweat the petty stuff david bumblatt ex fbi agent will be a guest on the upcoming show later this week eddie smith just tells me this will be a show that uh, eddie smith will do and i will be back again next monday all right. Well, what else? Give me a couple things to bounce off of, Eddie. Well, you got you got BLM virtue signaling, uh, supposed uh, race hustlers. <laughs> um, you have uh, all of the squad members. You have uh, the guy who pulled the fire alarm. You check, 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 check. But now they're talking about Turkey, Egypt, and Iran all entering the war. Yeah, and uh, let's not forget, most wars have been banker wars, where the bankers fuel both sides. And as uh, Eddie and I were speaking earlier, I just found out some more details about the Bushes uh, pushing the narratives on both sides. And of course, why is it so important for both sides to be fueled by these self-anointed uh, evil genius that, by the way, I do also always want to reflect both sides. I will say, if it was not for evil genius, some of the things that uh, you've become so accustomed to would not be there. The prolific overdimensionalization of everything. I mean, right now, you could literally, doesn't matter what you like, you can go to conventions or see movies or TV shows, whether you like people that make ginormous messes in their backyard or house, it's called hoarders. There's probably a show about somebody that crafts belly button lint art. Oh, shoot, maybe Hunter Biden could pick that one up and get $500,000 for one artwork for half a gram of belly lint. Hey, can you send out a tweet or now we got to call it X? Oh, yeah, I'm going to close out with X. There's something up with X. Everything is coming up X, okay? So, you know, first there was artists like to exhibit this and this. Now uh, Twitter has become X. Of course, there is, uh, uh, what's Elon Musk's thing called again? Uh, X. X, yeah, it's X, right? Yeah. Now they're talking about disease X. And the fascinating thing about disease X, they're not, the World Economic Forest is not even hiding anymore. They're saying, oh, disease X, you know, everybody's going to take it serious. And once we tamper with the water supply, everybody's going to take it serious. Well, guess what? They're already announcing that there's going to be mass vaccinations. Hey, that's our new word. Mandatory. Mandatory. They're already, you know, preemptively announcing 
hey, there's going to be mandatory, mandatory vaccinations for this disease X. It hasn't even sprung up yet. So what? What are you telling us? Either that you're punking us so big that you can just call it disease X or that you're in a lab engineering it with gain of function. Not Fauci. Not Fauci, of course. Fauci would never, never fund gain of function. He predicted the, the, the uh, pandemic in the administration. Oh, yeah. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, what is the difference? And this is going to be for some of the more knowledgeable uh, listeners. But what is the difference between event 201 and agenda 21, which was kicked off with COVID-19, which they held back a few years. I saw a bunch of posters that say COVID-2019, but I guess, you know, they didn't release it until... March, I don't know for what reason it was held up, but uh, what is the difference between event 201, and if you're not familiar with it, you can look it up, that prompted Agenda 21? Well, here's my interpretation. The only difference is 201, 21, event 201, Agenda 21. The only difference is the zero in the middle. The zero in the middle is you. The carbon footprint is you. You are made out of carbon. Your farts and your belches are carbon. Carbon footprint reduction is us. It's we the people. And let's stop talking about depopulation agenda. No, it's genocide. It's genocide. It's genocide. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm sure everybody's seen the very hilarious, hilarious video meme of AOC talking about all kinds of nonsense. And then the thermal imaging uh, verifying the loud noise that she made. That went something like. And uh, it emitted quite a cloud. So, hey. Miss AOC, the race baiter that's married to a white man. If white men are so bad, why you married one, huh? Didn't invite a single black and person. did not invite a single, a single black person. I was not aware of this. This is something that Eddie just coached me. So you were wedding picture one time. Wow. And also, Miss AOC, if you want to, if you want to, Reduce the carbon footprint, or in this case, your carbon print or sphincter print, whatever we want to call it. It's all semantics. Why don't you go on Elon Musk's next launch to the space station and not come back for a while? That will reduce the carbon footprint. Sign up for what? Flight to Mars. Flight to Mars. Hey, one-way ticket. I'll even pitch in. AOC, I'll pitch in. And I'll even put cardboard pictures of black people in your space shuttle just to point out your hypocrisy even more. Well, that's pretty much it. Thank you for your time, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, really give it some thought. We need to emphasize sensibility over sensitivity because how much more sensitive can we get now you have college students saying they're scared of the american flag they don't feel safe omg will pick any flag around the world and live there for two months and then come back on the patriot pray patriots prayer podcast and let us interview you and maybe you will realize that what you've been doing is spewing a crock of propaganda that is not founded in anything but lunatic rhetoric that when you get called on it and actually somebody wants to engage in a dialogue, all you can do is turn around and say, I'm done with this conversation and run away. No, we haven't even started the conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a privilege and a pleasure. And welcome back, Patriots. I'm your host, Eddie Smith. And we're going to talk a few more little headlines really quick. I appreciate Jerry coming in a little uh, break up the tension. I'm, I'm a little bit serious at times, right? He's a guy that's a little more loose and, you know, he, 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 he brings the humor to the situation quite a bit. And uh, we appreciate him and love him around here. And uh, like you said, yes, we are going to have David Baumblatt on the uh, Patriots Prayer podcast coming up. Uh, later this week, 
I've been in communication with him just recently. Uh, and, and so, guys, I would recommend to all my listeners that you go out and actually research this guy's videos are on Rumble, and he tells his story there. And it's a very, very interesting story at that uh, about how he's targeted by the FBI. He's an ex-FBI agent. He is not in the country anymore, and um, for good reason, I imagine he's targeted by the FBI. So anyone who's actually fell under the full force of scrutiny of the federal government, um, you got to understand that these, these people are, um, uh, they don't always have the resources that a Trump has, or, or some of these people with a little more means. Um, and so, you know, they, they can very easily um, fall victim to what the uh, federal government is trying to do to them. I mean, look how they treated their own agent, uh, one of the whistleblowers that just came out. I mean, he moved all the way across the country to get to his final assignment. He gets there, they fire him and hold on to his things and left him homeless with an infant. I mean, he, he told the entire story. I mean, this is your federal government, the good guys, right? You remember the good guys, blue jackets, yellow letters, FBI. Every, remember, remember the good guys? They were the good guys, supposedly. Yeah. What happened? What the hell happened that those are the good guys and now they push uh, uh, all this propaganda. They seem to serve a complete lying piece of oatmeal eating trash that's sitting in the government right now as our president who has grifted money from foreign national to the tune of upwards of $30 million his family and himself have gotten paid in a combined total from many places from U uh, Ukraine, Romania, Russia, Remember the 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 uh, 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 the uh, the debates. Uh, Trump, right on stage, confronted him about the money he made from China and the money he got from the mayor of Moscow's wife, and he said that is an absolute lie. Well, it, it turned out it wasn't a lie. Trump was right, but he said that with such fervor. You know, you're lying. That's a lie. The the the, the laptop. That is Russian propaganda. Not. Everything this man says is an absolute lie, but they have convinced some of the weaker-minded people to sit back and laugh and cheer on as the guy who's trying to fix the United States gets attacked. This is how dumb they are. Absolute freaking idiots. The same idiots that wave Hamas flags and claim they're against racism. Or the same idiots who are part of the LGBTQ community but support Hamas who would kill them as soon as they landed on Palestinian ground. Idiots that seem to be pushing for their own enslavement with a smile on their face. I mean, you can't get dumber. You cannot get dumber. I'm going to show you guys something real quick. Um, this is what they teach their kids. So when you think, when you want to, you want to hear an actual, uh, an actual instance of racism, I mean, it, it, true racism, not the kind that the left bitch about here that they create, uh, you know, so that they can have victims that they can uh, sit there and drift off of. But I played this the other day on the podcast. But you have to understand um, what true racism is. So I'm going to show you true racism. Let's take a look. I want to fight against them, the Jews. They teach us at our school that all Palestinian, uh, Palestine is ours. The Jews lie and that their temple is under the Al-Aqsa Mosque. It was never there. Well, archaeology says different. He says, kill the Jews. Yes, they teach us that the Zionists are our enemy. These are kids, guys. I'm reading to you. I'm reading to you right now what these children are saying in the subtitles, just for those who are not watching the Rumble video. These are children that are being indoctrinated by their schools, by their schools, folks, and they're taught this from... School age all, all the way up. So the, this is real, right? This is actual racism. Not the kind the left dreams up whenever they feel disenfranchised, little victims that they are. No, but actual racism. One where people are taught to hate someone just because of their nationality or the color of their skin or whatever it may be. Jewish people. They're taught to hate them for no apparent reason other than the fact that they're Jewish people. This is real racism. Real racism. 
لازم يسووا فيهم عملية يعني انهم بيعلمونا بالمدرسة انهم ارهابيين و بيحكوا لنا عن اليهود They teach us that they are bad people and that they killed our young. So here it is. They teach them that they're bad people because they killed their young. But what, is it, what did it Hamas do as soon as they invaded uh, 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 mainland Israel? They went about killing entire families indiscriminately. Men, women, child, old women, infants, everyone. But in, in this same video, they're sitting here saying that is bad and that they blame the Jews for doing that. That's what they're indoctrinated with. That's what they're told. They don't know any better. They're children. They teach us in school that Jews are fickle, bad people. So, folks, that's what real racism looks like. That's what real racism looks like. And I absolutely love the fact that there are people out there who are willing to stand up for what is right, that are willing to confront the left on their BS. I, 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 I have this video here in this clip where a, a man actually, he actually uh, uh, confronts Biden, and, and you got to see this. This, this is beautiful. I, I love this. Not too many people are willing to do this. But, folks, I keep telling you, if you're waiting for the, uh, if you're waiting for the revolution to begin, you missed it. It happened already. We're in it. You going to join the fight? We're recruiting. Because it, you can't, if you're, you want to get in this fight, if you want to actually get out there with a grassroots movement and start teaching the roots of true conservatism and what our Constitution and Bill of Rights actually says so that the next generation coming up can't be fooled into believing these dimwits on the left and what they try to teach our children through programs like the 1619 Project, CRT, and so many of the, the kids that are in our universities and colleges across the United States that are being indoctrinated by socialist uh, professors that are funded from China. Uh, it, that's, not, that's not a false statement. MIT, uh, Champaign, Illinois, uh, 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 what's the other one? UC uh, Berkeley in, in California all received millions of dollars. The MIT, excuse me, Illinois received the most money, and they track this money. So they, we're not making this up. They actually track the money from the Communist Chinese, Chinese Communist Party to these universities. But yet when the universities are asked, hey, what did China give you this money for? What are you giving to them in return? They won't answer the questions. But listen to this guy. He confronts, uh, he confronts them on their BS. I love it. I love it. He tells Biden that he's disqualified as president. And that's what it is right there. A real patriot doing something that's actually patriotic. Standing up. This is our First Amendment at work right here. This is our First Amendment at work. Now, even though he confronted him on his BS... Did he do anything more than that? He stood face to face with the president and had a, and they had an active exchange of ideas, a disagreement, if you will, face to face. I guarantee you that if that was a leftist, a radical leftist, who was toe to toe with Donald Trump, it would not have ended the same way, because only leftists act out in violence but then complain when violence is committed against them and calls it all sorts of an abuse of power, racism, uh, uh, you know, just it, it, it amazes me at the level of hypocrisy in that party. And it's just on show even more right now as they stand in solidarity with Hamas. We know who you are now. You don't deserve any respect. You deserve no sympathy. And you are anyone on the left that is... Standing in solidarity with Hamas, you, your very nature by default, 
you are a terrorist. You are a racist. A true racist. A true racist. Which one of Biden's sons was in the war? Did you see his little comment? Yeah, it was uh it was uh it was his son Bo, but he was not in the war. He was there for for a hot second, but he was also dis uh, dishonorably discharged. Anybody want to guess for what? Anybody? When you're feeling down, down on the ground, cocaine. So they found cocaine uh, on him, and he he got uh, dishonorably discharged. And this was while he was vice president, folks, while he was vice president. So you have the commander-in-chief of the military. You have his number two and someone in the military. I don't know who the guy was who found out that he was doing cocaine and then dismissed him, dishonorably discharged him. But whoever you are, kudos for not giving in to political power and reassigning this kid with a slap on his wrist. But you got him the hell out of there the way you should have, and you treated him the way that you would have treated any other soldier under the same circumstances, and that's just not something that happens anymore. While we were all looking away and not paying attention the other day because of all this other mess that's going on, Hunter Biden received a complete acquittal on the gun charge. Imagine that. Anybody surprised that David Weiss folded the way we said he would fold? Even when he said he would prosecute even more. Oh, we're going to put David Weiss in charge. Of course you will. You phony bastards that you, oh, God. If we don't stand up as a people, and when I mean stand up, I mean, let me explain to you what I mean by stand up. Write letters, protest, call your senator, go out and start petitions to get awareness on certain areas of the political dissidents that these people Use every single day as weapons against the you and me. We had Tim Hernandez from uh, the state rep from Colorado the other day was standing toe to toe with a journalist who said, "Will you condemn uh, the children, the needless, uh, senseless slaying of children uh, in, in Jerusalem? In, excuse me, in Israel." And uh, he said, "So what? So what? So we called his office." I called his office multiple times. I get hung up on. I get sent a voicemail. I get told to hold on and no one ever comes back. This is because they, they know. Because liberalisms, uh, excuse me, liberals are ashamed of their own liberalism, of their own points of view. They will sit there and mock you with their point of view. They won't defend it. They won't just come out and say, yeah, we agree with it. Those kids should be killed. We believe that Israel is occupying that territory. We stand with Hamas, which is what they want to say, what they say privately. But they know. They know they're wrong. They know how that will be received. So instead of telling you who they really are, they pretend, they lie, they mock. And then when they're confronted about it, they, they change the subject or they hang the phone up. They do this all the time when they're trying to uh, get judges affirmed and, and they're sitting there in front of congressmen, in front of senators, and they're being asked about their quotes. They've written other op-eds. Uh, whatever happened prior to them uh, coming and sitting in front of that elected official at that point, such as what happened with um, the Supreme Court, uh, uh, Supreme Court Justice, uh, Ms. James, who could not defend many of the things that uh, happened under her tenure as a judge. Uh, that took place with people who were uh, uh, deplorables, real deplorables, not the kind that uh, Hillary Clinton talked about, but actual deplorables, people who uh, uh, sexually assaulted children with whom she apologized to their families, gave them light sentences, not once, not twice. This speaks to the character of a person that continues to make the same mistake over and over again or stand with the, the wrong people over and over again. This is who they are. Meanwhile, as they do that and they sit there <laughs> and they're and they're and they're trying to say that they're against systematic racism, I'll give you one more hypocr just hypocritical thing from the left. They say they're against uh, uh, systematic racism. Right it means a system geared toward giving one race an upper hand over another right that would be a systematic racism right it's a fair it's a fair uh, definition of systematic racism well uh in the in the admissions into college they no longer can use race 
or nationality or anything like that uh, as a as a reason to admit admit you into college. But it is done solely based on your grades. No other thing but your but your merit. Just completely merit based. And you know what? First of all, that is getting rid of a systemic racist system. You think that the left applauded that? They didn't. They didn't. And not only that, you know what a Biden admin immediately as that that decision came out went online and tweeted. Erica, forget her last name. Um, but she went online and she tweeted and she said, "Black people cannot compete in a merit-based system." You racist. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, the, this is who they are, folks. Pay attention. They tell you who they are. They tell you what their plans are. Just like when Obama said that they're going to fill the airways with enough disinformation that no one's going to know what the truth is. It's what they do. Listen to them. They tell you what they're doing. Well, in any case, tune in later this week, uh, Patriots, as we interview David Baumblatt. Uh, we're still working out the logistics on the interview uh, I assume that it's going to be late as uh, Friday this week where we may get him on the podcast. If not, it will be Monday of next week. want to make sure that this happens. He's got a lot to say. He's got a hell of a story to tell, and you're going to be able to tune in right here and hear it. So, as usual, the silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer Podcast. Have a good day. People of this country and we're under attack. They banned us, they canceled us for speaking the facts.